psychological impact of mass violence depends on effective tone of media content. Over the past decades, it has become apparent that many of the deleterious consequences of mass violence are augmented by widespread media coverage of such incidents. Independent of any direct exposure, greater media exposure to terrorism and mass violence predicts poorer mental health, including greater trauma-related symptoms and greater acute stress responses, as well as poorer cardiovascular health outcomes. The present investigation for the first time extends these findings beyond mental and physical health symptomology to lab-based behavioral measures of physiological threat reactivity and perceptual threat sensitivity, examining whether the impact of media coverage of mass violence extends to ubiquitous processes underlying everyday decision-making among otherwise healthy adults. In addition, we utilize a novel approach for assessing media coverage, leveraging a computational linguistic method to assess both the quality and quantity of news content related to a recent mass violence incident in the news sources our sample reported reading most frequently. Due to the novelty of this approach, we consider the study to be conducted for the purpose of scientific exploration and discovery, as opposed to being confirmatory in nature. Taken together, our findings demonstrate that people report more distress, exhibit increased startle reactivity, and are less perceptually sensitive at times when the effective tone of media coverage of an incident of mass violence is more negative versus more positive. Our findings are important because they show that self-report, physiological and behavioral outcomes are associated with differences in the tone of recent media coverage of mass violence, not solely the amount of media coverage. Past studies on media impact have demonstrated that people report more acute stress-related symptoms when they are exposed to more media coverage of an incident of mass violence and show reduced perceptual sensitivity for threats, but our findings suggest these relationships may be limited to media content that is more effectively negative in tone. In the present study, media coverage of a mass violence incident near its first anniversary was generally more positive in tone this is apparent from Table 1, where the estimated mean for the effective tone of marathon-related media coverage at Wave 2 is significantly higher than zero. In this context, we found that individuals reported less distress and were more perceptually sensitive to threats at times when there was more media coverage of the incident. These findings suggest that any potential impact of recent media coverage of an incident of mass violence may be moderated by whether that media coverage is more negative versus more positive in effective tone e.g., whether it tends to focus on the death and destruction caused by the event versus the togetherness fostered in its aftermath. Our finding that the effective tone of recent media coverage of an incident of mass violence is associated with concurrent changes in perceptual sensitivity for threats is an example of effective realism, the phenomenon whereby effective feelings contribute directly to one's experience of the world. From this theoretical perspective, feelings do more than influence impressions of what one has seen after the fact, they influence the actual content of perception. The human brain is not wired for perceiving the world objectively, it is wired to perceive the world in a way that is relevant to a person's needs and well-being, and effect is infused into every perception and action as a result of the architecture of the nervous system. 
Indeed, recent discoveries in neuroscience reveal that the human brain creates a unified conscious experience by integrating all sources of sensation, from both inside and outside the body, with limbic circuitry as the driver. The present study extends this innovative neuroscience-based theory to the realm of threat perception, demonstrating that humans are active perceivers when it comes to threat and safety. People do not passively detect information in the world and then react to it, they actively construct perceptions of the world as the architects of their own experience. Published April 2019 by J. Wormwood et al. in Plus One. Get the full reference in the show notes.